What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Stay More podcast. Laurelly here and with my love. Hi. <laughs> that was a good intro. Oh my God, that was so stressful. <laughs> but thank you for letting me do the intro today. Um, thank you guys for joining in again for our 12th episode. One, yes. two. Yes. Yeah. We're doing this. I know. It's it very exciting. Today is my- Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, we were supposed to record yesterday. Well, we were supposed to record on Sunday. We've just had, again, like our last episode, hecticness going on. So Listen. we're like, can we delay? Can we delay? We always get it done. That's the main thing. That's the main thing. You guys get an episode every Monday to start your week off right. And we want to keep that going as much as we can for you guys. So for today's episode, a lot of brainstorming, but we came out with a topic. And I think it's going to be very interesting because both of us are, you know, mid twenties, like mm. early thirties, whatever. It's so crazy yeah. to say. Um, I know the age thing is such a, I don't know. It hits me every time. Um, so a lot of it, life already. And also almost both of us, like, I mean, a decade for me into bodybuilding and, you know, a couple of years for mm. you as well. So, yeah. um, competing in, internationally competing, you know, or around, you know, the, the U S and the Olympia and the Arnold and all these things. And also being public figure, you know, having a channel, mm. you, your YouTube being very present into like Instagram and social media and having an audience. There's a lot of noise around <laughs> us and, um, a lot of advice that have been given to us. Yes. Um, either we want it or we, sometimes we don't, but yeah. Um, I think it's just humans, how they are. They would just recommend things to you or just, you know, I don't think it comes from a malicious place at all. No, but um, I think I they think try to people... help their best. But today's episode is about the worst and the best advice we've gotten into our life or into our bodybuilding career. So I'm super yeah. excited for that. I'm also even more excited for the amazing people that answered us on our Instagram yes. because I feel that they always come up with just amazing thing. And Phoebe, you were just saying that also because you're reading it right now. And what's your yeah. thought on what people like, <laughs> like obviously today, like, like you said, there's obviously it's the best and worst advice. And I think, like we said, I think we wanted to do this because I think, I think it, it's nice. Like you said, there's, we've, gone through so much and we've done so much within the bodybuilding world within life so i feel like we could probably definitely give you know other people advice and obviously kind of say our i guess worst advice that we've heard or not the thing is there's no worse advice i feel like i feel like worse is such a strong word obviously sometimes it's it's how you take the advice i guess like obviously sure. it could be it could be you know i mean some of these are the worst advice and i'm like no i would never ever take that on but everyone has their kind of own ways of taking the advice it could be different could be not so we're not saying that these are like the things that we're saying like completely terrible whatever but this is just not the not the way that we would probably go through things but no what the the things i can see at the moment like what the people have kind of said um some of the good what like the best one the best advice people have heard um of or have gotten it's that's really like it's, it's cool to kind of hear that and i think it'll be nice for other people to also hopefully hear this as well kind of like be inspired from it and then obviously the worst is over it very yeah not the greatest so i'm excited to get into to seeing that and hearing 
all of all of your thoughts and stuff on as well. But um, so how did you want to do this? You want to go through the best first? I think I want to hear yours actually first. Okay. You know what? Because I've I've even processed the amount of like noise that I had, you know, mm. over the years and you know, changing. And I, I think the most part of it all for anyone that gets advice around, you can get advice from your family, you can get advice, you know, from your friends, but at the end of the day, it's really, like you said, how you take it, but always reflect on the actual person who's giving you the advice, you know, like you, yeah. you wouldn't take advice, like relationship advice for someone who's a divorcee per se, you know, because yeah. it's like, they weren't like, necessarily successful at holding on like your marriage or something. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, it's not that drastic. You can still have, you know, good advice to not get divorced. But if the goal is to have like a healthy relationship, I would look for advice of someone that has a healthy relationship. hundred oh, um, percent. It's like someone that like is giving advice that's maybe a little bit more toxic or something like that. So for example, there's someone that, you know, can't hold down a relationship or, you know, that's very toxic within a relationship and they're trying to give you advice and say, you need to do this, this, this and hold on holding in a, a relationship. And you're like, I don't know how I'm going to be able to kind of take that because they're kind of not showing their actions in a way that's like, you could take that advice on. Does that make sense? Um, yes. It's and I don't know about bodybuilding as well. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, when it's like people that are bodybuilders that like potentially, you know, they say things, I don't know. It depends when it comes to bodybuilding. Cause again, everyone's different, but like, it could be a case of like, you know, someone who's never competed before, for example, that hasn't coached, doesn't know anything about competing. And they're like, you should do this. And you're like, well, you've never experienced that. So how can I take that advice from you? You know? Exactly. Exactly. I think it's very hard. And I think there's a beautiful thing about, and I've learned that a lot because I'm seeing more clients and when they're asking me for advice and they really want to know, most of the time I'm like, you know, the answer is not mine. It's, you know, you shouldn't even consider my advice if you have a coach that you need to follow direction from. Like my advice is absolutely irrelevant. And uh, it, it's crazy. I mean, there's been people like paying me to just like listen to what I got to hear. But at the end of the day, like, I always come out of like, if this is personal experience, you need to do your own journey. You need yeah. to do your own thing because there's a whole lot of my own experience, my own trauma that obviously carries on to my advice. And I think it's a beautiful thing to just be so able to not call yourself an expert at everything and be like, Hey, yes. I'm not, I'm not, the one you should seek advice from and as much as i want to help you like this is the best way that i can help you is to tell you i'm not the right person for you mm. um and you know there's a lot of obviously i don't think i think it's a matter of maturity as well for girls that are just like okay i i'm gonna take your advice and it's take it or leave it type of thing and that's i yeah. think it's always what it should do it's not okay someone says something you should go by it right away I totally agree with that in terms of like, yeah, because again, we could give you all this advice, but obviously if you're not in a, it also actually depends on if you're in a position to actually want to take on advice as well. So like I've had people that potentially, you know, ask me things that they want advice on, but sometimes they'll either challenge me on it or say, mm, I don't think I'm going to do that where it might not be the right time for them to take on that advice. If that makes sense? Like, or it's the same with like hearing the truth, for example, like if they're, you know, if there's something that they need to know and it's the truth 
and they're not ready to hear the truth or listen to the truth or anything like that, then they're not going to soak in that information and it's not going to be relevant for them. Like you literally have said. So I think you have to be in a place to be open to taking that advice and be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to, whatever obviously you say, I'll take it into my own personal training. Like you said. So, um, no, I completely agree with that. And yeah, I think that's, it's very, very true. Yeah. It reminds me of the conversation we had like last night when you were like, you know, I'm struggling sometimes with mm-hmm. just having this happen to my life. And I was like, my advice for you would just to chill and do like meditation and find the, like, you know, breathing exercise yeah. to not feel that way. But at the same time, I do advise you to just like push harder and hustle, but you're always going to be like, I want to be responsible to support you, whatever decision that you're making. And Mm -hmm. I'm also not putting you in a place where if you don't take my advice, like I take it personal. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And just for anyone with context, obviously we were supposed to record yesterday, and I said to Laura, "Liz, like, look, I am overwhelmed today. Can we record tomorrow?" And I just said, "Thank you for that." And she, the way, obviously, like you just said, you kind of just you gave me your advice in that moment, like keep going, like you you can do this, and kind of giving me that advice that I kind of need to hear. Sometimes it's not always what I want want to hear, but sometimes it's what you need to hear. Um, so I do appreciate you for that. So thank you so much for that. Um, no, I love but, you. No, I love, I love that um, you can also be the type of person, again, you want to try and be the person that can give the advice, but also not be offended, like you said, offended if they don't take the advice. Like I've been there in my younger years where if I've given out advice and someone hasn't kind of taken it, I get upset about that, like completely, because they're like, oh my God, they didn't listen to me. Is what I said was wrong, like was They're not taking my judgment, advice. like they don't yeah. trust my judgment. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's not a reflection on like my advice. That's just the advice is my personal experience of what I've been through, like like we've just discussed. So you should never get upset if someone doesn't take your advice. But then also what you should do, I think, is seeking too much advice from too many opinions or too many people, sorry. Like too yeah. many, asking for too many opinions because then it's, then the goal, the kind of like thing that you're searching for becomes very, very blurred. And you start getting a lot of different opinions, which... If you can handle them and you're in a place to be able to like handle them and be like, right, I can make the decision now that I've got all these options. Absolutely fair enough. But if you're the type of person that will feel overwhelmed and like, oh my God, I don't know what to do now because I've now got all these opinions. I don't know what to do because I'm even more stuck than what I was when I had no opinions. You know, it's like asking for feedback. Like someone will ask, like I've had people where they'll ask judges, they'll ask the coach, then they'll ask a different coach, they'll ask different bikini competitors about advice and what they should do, physique-wise, whatever. And they've got all these different opinions, all different options, which again, to someone that is open for, to know what they need to do with that information, absolutely fine. But if you don't know what to do with that information, you're like, you're just going to feel overwhelmed. So I, I think it's a matter of, do you trust your judgment or not? Yeah. Do you trust that whatever you're going to hear won't cloud your judgment? And within those times where we're excited or we're just going through like a hardship and challenging times, you're, you're seeking that. Like, But then you realize you're by your own and now you're not able to connect to your own gut and your own intuition and your own experience anymore because your own experience has been like changed by all these perception and those advice and those opinions. And now you're like, shoot, 
can I trust my judgment? Yeah. It's, it's hard to go back to yourself when you made a lot of decision based on other people. And it's it, hard. you can spend a lot of time thinking that you're your own person and then realizing sh like all this time, it wasn't me. Like I moved according to opinions of people. I move in order, like according to the judgment of other people advices and all these things and you know we're going to go into it about you know the best advice that we got um and the worst but i think as human we're so we connect just easier with the worst advice and sometimes mm. if you don't trust your judgment then you don't most of the time it's just because you don't have the self trust and self-confidence and self-esteem and i think it's a struggle around the like around male women and female now but even more yeah. so with female and uh in the sport it can be abused really easily yeah 100 you don't have that solid core um and that solid trust with your judgment and we can get gaslight really easier yeah. about the reality and if you start living someone else's reality because you follow those advice like consistently without, you know, like you just put a blind eye and, and just go with whomever is in your life at the moment that just, you need to do this to do be that and then this and that. And you don't think twice because you trust them more than you trust yourself. Oh man, the, the yeah. wake up is hard. The wake up is hard when you realize like I've done these things because I trusted that person over my own judgment so many times because of whatever reason, mm. by realizing that you never had to go this way to prove your worth or to prove that you were better. You're, you are enough by your own and your own judgment is enough. And if you do your own mistake, it would be easier to embrace that than explain why. Oh, because he told me this and it's just, it doesn't have a good look on you afterwards when you do things that were not from your own judgment and play yeah. like coming from your your own heart, if that makes sense. Yeah, but no, that makes complete sense. According to other people. And it's like, what are you gonna say to the cops when they arrest you because you did some shit? You're gonna be like, Oh, but that person told me to do that and that it you know I would be better if I do this like it, you don't get away with those things anymore no, I think no so I completely get that you need to take on responsibility take in responsibility and trust your own judgment and work on that a lot yeah I love that so let's go let's love dive you. Into it. I want to know I want to know with uh, can I, I think I want to start with your worst it was out of my what no, start off with the best. Be positive. <laughs> it is. Let's I mean, be positive. Let's it, start it, with the positive. In both cases, it's positive. I just think the worst is yeah. like, it's going to be so easy to just debunk. But yeah, let's start yeah, with the that's best. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, this is all. So the ones that I have for me are just bodybuilding based. At yeah. The moment. So those are the only ones that I have that are bodybuilding based. So in terms of, so you want me to do worst advice? Yeah. Let's do worst advice. Okay. So my worst, my top tier worst advice that I've ever heard is 
You're already goes, upset. <laughs> I know. I'm like, because it's such an offense. It's almost like annoying that when I hear it. So, okay. I mean, this is a while ago anyway, but obviously I really didn't take account. So, bikini girls don't need to train. That is the worst advice I think I've ever heard in my life. I mean, it's just the worst comment I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, oh, it's a comment, yeah. But that's one of the worst advice. So it was it was from someone, that's why I kind of said it earlier, was when, um, for example, when I said a second ago, when people like, people that haven't competed um, and that don't know much about the sport kind of make comments or kind of give you unsolicited advice without even asking. A few years ago, someone kind of obviously... I think saw me in the gym, saw it lifted, obviously had muscle, whatever. And someone said to me, and he said, came up to him and was like, oh, do you compete? And I was like, yeah, I compete in bikini. And they were like, oh, you don't need to train for bikini. And I was like, what do you mean? And they were like, you don't need to, like, you don't need muscle for bikini. And I was like, and I literally, I, I remember not even replying to that and just walking away. And that kind of ruined my day. I remember that day very vividly. It wasn't like, the it wasn't offensive towards me or anything like that, but it was just, such an annoying comment because you obviously do you need to train very yeah, hard you just, need to have muscle just, just in so general ignorant. yeah it's just so, so ignorant so for me that's probably the worst advice i've ever heard for when it comes to just bodybuilding in general because like what like what kind of comment is that like yeah you have to be completely like i don't, don't want to use the word but skinny no muscle and all you need to do is step on stage no that's not the case. And I think back in the day when we first kind of, when I first got into bodybuilding anyway, it was also a little bit like that where a lot of people in the gym were like, you don't need to train as hard or you don't need to do as much or don't need to do this. And it was almost like debunking, like you said earlier, debunking the bikini category. And I think that's always kind of been the same, even for the men's with like men's physique, I feel like a lot of people debunk or put down bikini and men's physique because it's quote unquote this isn't me saying it is the lower category but quote unquote people say it is the lower category it's the lower level because it's the it's the bottom of the tier muscularity wise if that makes sense it's, and then it goes the up entry, from there it's the entry of the sport yes but, but that's at the why same I think... time it's such an ignorant comment because yeah structure wise we, so much more we can we you and i could never outgrow our structure and be like mm. going figure we're just or no. going wellness like there's no so there's a lot of people that their entry level of the sport it's not bikini it's wellness yeah. because the way they're shaped and it's it's figure because the way that they're shaped like period so i don't even think that's true anymore it's a very no. ignorant comment oh, no. I wouldn't but i that. still hear it i still hear it i'll hear like i think men's physique um, I hear a lot more like, oh, your men, men's physique. I'm like, you have you seen Mr. Olympia? Like he has more, like more muscle, like so much, so much muscle. And I don't understand how people can then kind of almost then still downgrade it and say, oh, men's physique. I'm like, have you seen how much muscle they have to have on their, on their frame to even be competitive? Like... I, I've learned, I, I've heard about the legs, obviously, because of the board shorts. But, no, I know, but still. But most of the men's physique are heavier. Outgrowing. Yeah. Are heavier than classic physique, actually. They're outgrowing legs. them. They're outgrowing kind of their category sometimes because they're like, well, my leg, I want to start training my legs now. I want to start doing this. So I feel like just in general, that kind of comment, like, people don't need to train for bikini or people don't need to train as hard for men's physique or people don't need to train as hard 
for that specific category. I think that's probably the worst advice I've ever heard in my life. Um, and it's almost like offensive, if I'm honest. <laughs> you can, you if you can hear by my, you can hear from my voice. I'm literally like, I'm offended by that comment. Not gonna lie. So yeah, that's my worst. What is your worst advice that you've ever gotten? Um, <laughs> I obviously didn't. I, I I I put some thought into it, but it's hard to like talk about. I think the worst advice I had was, we need to beat X. We need to beat that person. Like now yes. the goal is let's beat that person. Yeah. I got so lost in the sport and I needed yeah. to like, I needed to go through like my worst placing in my career to be like, okay, chasing another person yeah. without focusing on me. And like, you need to outgrow yourself. And it's very mm. real, especially in bikini. Anyone that's listening right now, you are who you are and it's beautiful and it's amazing and the only thing you can focus on is outgrowing yourself literally yeah just bring your glutes up as much you know as, as much as you possibly can within your structure bring your waist down as much as you possibly can with your structure like bring your shoulders up as much as you can with your structure like yes there's a there's a standard there's an outline but guarantee you the X factor that you're going to bring for me, the only way to expose my X factor is by having a less conditioned body. Mm. And if I go into mode of just, I need to be shredded and lean because of that person and that person, it, it never, never went well for me ever. Yeah. So Stay in your own lane, embrace your beautiful uniqueness. I think this year's Olympia, um, Miss Bikini Olympia Maureen, I think it's probably the best person in order to comprehend that. She has the mm. pink suit, like no one has a pink suit. Her hair are like, you know, kind of like 80s kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, she's very exotic. Her posing is very unique. She's super like sexy and sensual. Like she by her own is a little entity and then mm. you have jen dory who's also so different but they all are different but following the same standard and i, yeah. I, I think it's beautiful like the top four of the olympia like i'm gonna repeat it like over and over again how it makes so much sense because everybody was like at their best and it just flew like it just the the flow within those four girls like I don't think they even have like n none of them had the same color suit. I think. No, I think it's, Maureen Duraja was had... Maureen was Maureen was pink. Daraja was teal ish, and then was yeah. Ashley in red or green? That's I what I'm curious remember. about. I don't know. I think we she was. I think up. she was in red. I think she was in red. I think for the Olympia. I know she's yeah. done like red and green, like she's swapped and stuff. Yes. I think she was in red, and then obviously Jen was in purple. So I mean, regardless if she was in green or red. It was like the greens was slightly different to what Dorajan was wearing anyway. So they were mm -hmm. all different, you know? Um, and they all had, you know, perky glutes. They, you know, yeah. they all had the shoulders. So they they had those checkbooks, you know, marked, but then they all had their little X factor and it was like really beautiful. And yeah. then, you know, my feedback for myself was just like, you know, go back. It's always go back to 2018, go back to 2018, like Laura Lee and, 
I didn't know anything back then. Yeah. So it makes sense. And then I did that for the Arnold. I just, you know, shut down a lot of things in my mind of like the noise and the this and the that. And I just focused on, on me and what I could bring with um, the mindset and obviously the last two crazy years of my life. And um, that's how I was able to to win. It's considering the judges input 100%. Mm. Um, meaning like not going ham with my glutes or like going my glutes too big or like growing too big for anywhere they just wanted the same amount of muscle but just fuller and yeah. i delivered that it felt so good and i was like this is this is the body that they want to see me in consistently every time and yeah. once you hit that just don't try to stay away from it don't get clouded by other people you're that's the way that i shine the best yeah that's the way that i can feel myself the best i could you feel the like thing the is, last olympia for you was there like were you like tapping into phoebe's best like did were you able to look at yourself like because me like last olympia i think two and a half weeks out from the show i would not even look at myself in the mirror because i was so lean and so shredded and my face and everything was just so much that I remember I couldn't look at myself, but the Arnold, I just, I remember people were just like, when are you competing? I'm like, in two today, weeks. in two weeks, we're like, yeah. oh shit. Cause it was so different. But yet yeah. again, it was just the day of the show. I just felt so calm and just so in tune with my body. Everything was just where it's supposed to be, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, for the Olympia, and I, I agree, going back to obviously like that was your like worst advice in terms of not listening to saying we need to be this person or this person. I think that's very good for you to say to not listen to that because I completely agree when I have that in my head, like, oh, this person's here. I need to beat this person for this. It stresses me out so much. And this is how I think I used to feel when I was first coming into the pro league. So obviously when the, when the list kind of comes out the week before or whatever, going on Instagram, kind of looking at everyone's kind of things and being like, okay, so I need to look like this is this, and this will make me beat them because of this is this. It's not the only case, like you can't, there is no way you can justify what you look like next to others. Like there is no, you do not know how, how you're gonna look. As much as you look at their Instagrams, as much as you look at like their photos and everything and be like, okay, my glutes look better on this side, so I'm gonna do this. There is no way you can try and like pinpoint it exactly. There's things you can probably do. Like I will say with comparisons, like after show, for example, I'll look at a lineup and say like, for, if I, you know, for the Olympia, me and Adam sat down and looked at top 10 and we were like, okay, why did this person beat me? She had this, this, this. After the show though, not before, because you can then take away like tools and we're open to advice and improvements versus driving yourself into the ground being like, I need to do this, 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 this before the show. And it just stressing you out even more. It just, it's a lot. And I completely agree with that. Um, I feel like I perform a lot better as well when I don't have that in my mind of too much of like, I need to be this person or I know this person does this or I know, like just do you. That's all you're supposed to do on stage. Just focus on you, like you said, focus on you, do, do your own thing. Um, I think And that even after you and Adam sat down that's just to understand the show. Yes. And then oh, yeah. you turn it's not the like, page. Yeah. And it, you can't be like, okay, you can go into the Olympia, Phoebe, and be like, I need to beat 
No, oh no, no. All the names there before no you. Way. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because you don't. You, how are they gonna show up? Like all these things. No, like all of that is not in your control. Like but what's often... your what's in your control is just outwork and find your X factor. Yeah. And I think I think you're about three pounds up. Yeah. Is that what's the conclusion that you guys get from that? So we we conclusion like so my stage weight was. I'm bad with pounds, so I apologize for anyone, but my stage was around 61 kilos. And okay. this time we're going to shoot for around two, three ki kilos heavier than that. So we're trying to aim for probably around five-ish pounds up. Amazing. Um, because we looked at the physique of about five-ish pounds up and it was, that was where we needed to be. You know, that was where we needed to be, um, which was around for us, because obviously we came in early. Um, that was for us around four, four weeks out last time. So now just slowly bringing things in, not obviously hammering it too hard or whatever, um, uh -huh. and then slowly making changes when needed. That's what we're kind of going to look at now, which is exciting. So, um, but no, I completely agree with focusing on your own shit because it can become so confusing, so stressful when you look into the nitty gritty small details, especially if you're an amateur. I think that's even worse because you don't know who's going to show up either. So you then are actively going to try and go out looking for people that are in your class, go out active out and looking for people that are doing your show and focusing on them versus focusing on your own shit, you know? Um, so, I mean, with pros, it's harder because you get tagged in all these pages now and you see the list and you're like, okay, don't look at things. You don't have to, like, if you do, it is what it is. Like people, all of us compare, but it's our advice is to try not do that because what's the point looking at their photos is not going to make you suddenly better than them or you know do whatever um so yeah i think the best thing to do obviously like we said well i say best thing to do but is what me kind of adam has said you look at things after the show and say how can i have become better after this now you can improve and see what and understand the show like you said under, understanding the show more um and what the judges kind of went through so yeah i completely agree with that um, yeah, that is bad advice, not gonna lie. Um, what was your best advice? So my best advice, I've got two, cause I kind of thought that both of them were like pretty good. And I was like, I'll say, I guess I'll say both. You are owed, well, okay, wait, let me say it right. <laughs> breathe, you, breathe. Cause I feel like it needs to be said. I'm like, wait, anticipation. <laughs> it's like when I text you like one word and you're like, what's she gonna say next? <laughs> okay. You don't, you are not deserve, no, that doesn't even make sense. You don't deserve anything in bodybuilding. So when I say, when I say like, you don't deserve anything in bodybuilding, so that's the best mm. advice I think I've heard because I feel like everyone feels that they deserve something. So I've worked so hard, I deserve this. I've done I this amount of cardio. That. I've done this amount of cardio, so I deserve this. I'm the hardest worker in the room. I outlift this person. I do this, I do that. No one fucking cares. No one cares. So like, I think, unfortunately- wait, The best advice is that no one fucking cares. <laughs> no one, and that, that, to be fair, that was actually my second one. Like, just because you are the hardest worker doesn't mean you'll get the results either, like that you want. So yes, you can be the hardest worker in the room. It doesn't always mean you're gonna get the top placement or the placing that you wanted or the look that you want. So try not put everything on like, well, I did this, so this is me. I deserve this because I get, I see a lot of that where I'm the hardest worker in the room, so I deserve this. And I'm like, 
No one deserves shit in bodybuilding because it is literally done on the day. There could be one person who eats like a bikini girl that eats 2000 calories every single day, does 30 minutes of cardio, that's it, all prep. And she comes in looking the fucking best, wasn't even hard and wins the whole show. Whereas mm. someone could literally be dragging their ass through the floor, doing as much as they need to, to get their conditioning and get last place. So like, yep. who's worked harder? It doesn't matter because it's about who looks good on stage, right? Exactly. So exactly. I and feel like, yeah, if that's, that's my your best job, advice. process, you are in the wrong sport. Mm. Well, play basketball because if you play basketball, you make a net, like, yeah, you win. If you play soccer, you kick the ball in the goal, so you win. Bodybuilding is not it. So no. find another craft if yeah. that's your way of thinking. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's, and I think for anyone obviously that is listening, you know, that it probably is on cardio or doing things like that, that, that doesn't mean slow down either. Like that's not me being like, oh, oh you my need God, to like, no. yeah, you need to slow down because like, you're not, if you don't work hard, then whatever. That's still meaning put in your absolute fucking all, but understand that the game at the end of it is, it's all about your body. And again, it is about who you're standing next to, what happens on the day. It's not about all the stuff that you've gone, done kind of before that sometimes. And that's sometimes a hard pill to swallow. That is, well, it's not sometimes, it is a hard pill to swallow. Because it is, you because it makes... In... Sorry, I cut okay. you off. No, 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 you go. I said, it, it is because you can think of the sport being unfair, but we're all judged on the same day. And that's what makes the the sports fair. It's like, it's that day, the judges are waking up like a normal human being and they're ready to judge according to a certain standard and category, which has been explained before, but it makes it unfair. But at the same time, it's, it's kind of like school, right? If you think about it, school is like, I saw an image. I love back that. I saw an image um, back in the days. It was a monkey, an elephant, a giraffe, and a cat. Okay? They're, they're all... Bear with I'm like, me. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Bear with me, okay? It's an image on Google. I'll send it okay. to you after. Or like, maybe we can put it on the screen. It's a, a monkey, a giraffe, an elephant, and like a snake, okay? Okay. They all have the same assignment. It's like a two plus two. Or no, mm. no, no, no. Let's not do math. Let's do like writing, okay? Let's do like this. Animals <laughs> don't do math. They, they have that. like one assignment, okay, yeah. of doing something. Well, who do you think is going to perform better? Mm. We're all different. Like we're all, mm. you're a monkey, I'm an elephant. This girl is, it's all beautiful. We're all part of nature and it's all great. But once we're faced with the same assignment, the snake maybe had, you know, the worst freaking life because he doesn't have arms and legs. Like it just sucks <laughs> to be him, you know? <laughs> And they, the elephant yeah. doesn't go through what the snake has to go through, and the giraffe doesn't go yeah. through what Everyone the elephant has. Everyone has their own issues. Everyone you know, has their own, their own issues. things. Yeah. Yeah. So we're faced the same assignment, and that's what makes this fourth fear. It's like. It's like, the same thing. It's the same it's the thing that thing. the judges are looking for. The judges are looking for. Like within the category, within the, each category they're looking for, they have certain markers that you need to hit. You hit them, you look good next to other people doing it, then that makes you the winner. Also, it is done by opinion, like we've said before. It could be one person's opinion, like one judge's opinion, they like this 
shape, structure, conditioning more. And then the next show, there's a different judge and they like this one more. Like it all depends who you're in front of, who you're next to, how you show up on the day. Also how you look in terms of like posing, everything, like everything counts. Oh, the, so, they, the face, like that has you been could, a big you thing. Could, you the could do. It was a big thing with the face because, mm. you know, my, my cheeks were gone. And like, if it's too intense, Mm. And when makeup doesn't even hide the fact that you're like trained yeah. and you're sunk in, that could be a factor as well. Like it's it's such an overall thing that you have to consider. So just be smart about it and just don't be pity about it. Like no judge don't even ask you your body fat percentage. Like don't drive yourself into the ground to be two percent unless it's is that that's what you want. But it's not because I'm two percent body fat. So okay, I should cool, win the bro. show. Yeah, cool, bro. Like, you're you, you know you're still not it, or yeah, you might be it that day, and that might be what they want to see from you. But yeah. no, I think I see that it. more with the males. Like in terms of obviously what I've said, like I've seen a lot of the kind of you know comments and stuff like on Instagram. Again, I could be completely wrong. It's just what I've seen. Like I've seen a few more like Instagram posts and stuff like that about like when they've done shows and guys kind of take their Instagram. And they're like, I've worked the hardest I ever have. I can't believe this. And I'm like, I understand the upset because again, we've gone through hell and back to kind of, you know, bring our best physiques. Oh my God, of course. It's, it just wasn't you on the day. And that's what you have to be strong enough to then, okay, what do I need to improve on? Go look back, see, okay, was my posing good? Was my this good? Was the, Look back at all these little factors with your coach, get the judges feedback, all the essentials to then come back better than before. That's all it is. That's, that's how simple bodybuilding is. That's all you do. You rinse and repeat. Go on stage at your best. Okay, what do I need to do to be even better? Do it again. Like, do you know what I mean? And I feel like hard work, obviously, that's what creates the best physique. But then, yeah, I feel like that's not the only reason as to why you should win. You know, like it's not. Like I said, there could be someone that does not even do any hard work, no cardio, no nothing, and they win still just because of genetics genetics the structure that everything the way that they look and you can't change that you can only change what you do on stage like we said about before and yeah i think people need to yeah understand that bodybuilding you don't deserve anything in bodybuilding you have to earn it so that's right yes right what's yours what's your best advice you've ever gotten phoebe your advice was really really good um for my best advice and the most recent one that I've gotten by my amazing coach was don't think, just do. And mm. I want to get a little bit of background and context within all that because I wouldn't give that advice to Anyone. young girls coming up. Yeah. Because there's too much abuse with the sport and, you know, don't think, just do and have a coach telling you to do 800 calories and three hours of cardio and uh, don't give a fuck about your hormones and shit. Like, no, don't be stupid. Mm. <laughs> like find the knowledge. But for me, I've been such an overthinker. I've been such a self-sabotager. <laughs> like yeah. I'm the queen of self-sabotage and mm. finding that when I overthink, I just drive myself into the ground to feel that I earn it more. I mean, it's yeah. crazy that 
after seven years of knowing that I shouldn't do that. You find yourself being your worst enemy. So for a lot of times, you know, calling Kim and just things just do. Okay, you know, you put your training on the schedule. You do your training at the best ability that you can. If, you know, I know the intensity that I could go. So like some days I would be like more tired, but I was devastated afterwards. Like thinking that the the bad training that I still had, which if you train, it's not a bad training. Mm. The only bad training you have is the one that you haven't done. As, as yeah. long as you, you do what you need to do, you're fine. But yeah. it was like, my training was, wasn't intense enough. You know, I, I, sh I should have done, you know, eight, an hour before instead of 30 minutes before, like, you know, it's yeah. over. You're overthinking the, the small thing. Yeah. You're overthinking the process. process so much. And for not like nothing benefits you at the end of the day, you just need to, to do what you got to do and check it and go, we'll go back to bed and do the same thing the next day until yeah. the show comes in. So for me leading on to the Arnold, when I made the decision to do it, I came back, I put myself a schedule from seven to 2 PM was the same thing every single day. Don't think just do. And mm. that allowed me to not overthink at all. Yeah. At all. So with that Thinking... being said, for anyone that's, that's just starting, I think that's the advice that life or, or God or Allah, whatever you believe in, put into my life because I've reached that level of maturity within the sport that that's what I needed to hear. I don't think that advice is fair to girls that aren't ready to hear that yet. Yeah. Um, might not be applicable. So please be mindful of that and yeah. don't take it as a soundbite. Hopefully, Phoebe, you don't take this as a soundbite and just no, I won't. put it out there. Just don't think, just do, because it's going to look like dictatorship and it's, it's with, really not with what responsibilities. It is. It's like, don't, just think, don't do with responsibility, like with yes. knowing what you need to do. You yes, know? Just, yes, keep, keep your brain there, but just don't yeah. overuse your brain to just self destruct yourself for no reason. Yeah, no, I completely get. It. I think I, that I think that is a very good piece of advice because, again, like like you said, in your situation, your current situation that you're in, in like times that you've been in, like you said, you overthink. So it's a case of like that advice has carried you through a lot of hard times because you do overthink. So I think that's good for, like you said, anyone listening that is in kind of the similar situation where they do feel like they overthink this, like a lot of things that go into it, and it actually stops them from doing things. You know, so. I, I agree with that. And I think I've been in there as well where I have overthought things or I've had to literally just have that mindset of just don't think, just do with when it comes to either cardio or training or in prep, I've just been like, I really don't want to do this. This is exhausting. I really just don't think, just don't think about it. Just do it. That's all you got to yeah. do. That's all the mindset. I like that. When, I like that a lot. One step in front of the other, one day at a yeah. time. That's all you can one do. One foot in front of the other. Exactly. Right. Let's have a little looky at all these they're still coming in now, to be fair. So, right. You were so shocked by the worst. I want to hear the one that just, okay. like, blow your mind. Well, uh, when let me find it. Where was it? There's quite a few, and it's it's mainly, like, food-based and obviously what people have kind of said, like, coaches previously, probably, and stuff like that. Um, 
the worst one I saw, oh, where was it? I need to say, oh, where was it? I saw it and a second ago and I was like, that is not the greatest advice at all. Oh, we um, can talk about how people have, not advice, but like. Most of them are like food things, to be fair. I'm looking at them now and a lot of them are like food things. I can see a lot times, of salt things. How many well. times did you got your boobs? Like, question. <gasps> oh think my God, yeah. Boobs? Oh We're like God, the last yeah. one standing, Phoebe. Last one standing. No titty committee. <laughs> <laughs> Plus two. Plus. I mean, and, and don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like anyone that has their boobs done. That's not a dig or anything like that. But I think. Oh my God, you're kidding. It's not a dig. No. It's a freaking blessing. No, but a lot of people for us. So a lot. I've had a lot of things where like, you know, I've had it a few times where people have said, are you going to get your boobs done for competing and I said no because I would only get my boobs done if I actually just in everyday life was conscious about my boobs in general like I will not be getting my boobs done purely for competing purposes like if I was self-conscious about it and I you know don't get me wrong there's times where I do feel self-conscious where I see someone with like a good chest and they fell out a top and I'm like I could never do that I could <laughs> never she could never do that they could never do that but it's, it doesn't make me want to get them done. If it was, I know so many people, again, we know so many people that have them done now, and it is a self-conscious thing where they want to get it done because they don't feel comfortable in their skin, which is absolutely fine, but I, we don't feel like that. So there's no I'm not reason there yet. to, no, I'm, I'm not there yet. No, there's I'm no not there to. yet. Um, it, it's a struggle for, for us with you know padding our you know our suit and everything it it does listen yeah. it does you know like it would be lying if we said that it did it not it doesn't change your, your physique. structure it does. yeah it, it it does shrink your waist like the illusion of it you know the proportion of everything it does yeah. but i've also heard that some of the implants are too big because yeah. when you lean down and you see only the implants like um, and I'm not ready to take the risk. I'm not ready to, first of all, sit down for six weeks and not do anything. I know. I would freak out. I can't. I can't do that yet. So, yeah, I feel like that's one thing I have actually said before. Like, people, I mean, that's not, like, advice someone's given me. I think people have actually just said, like, are you going to get done for competing? Like, when I think there was a, a time, like, back in the day, I think it was, like, 2019 time, a lot of people were getting them done. And, obviously, I think they were realizing that I didn't have them done. They were like, are you going to get them done? And I was like, no, like, I'm not getting them done for competing. If I right. feel self-conscious in my body, in like normal clothes and just everyday life, then yeah, I would, but um, not for just competing alone. Okay. Um, the worst, or oh, there's one, boiled chicken only, no salt as my protein source was the worst advice. One of the worst advice given. That was yeah. the only protein source she was allowed to have. Oh, another one. Just drinking protein powder and water for cutting, nothing else was the worst advice she's been ever given. Oh my God. Oh, th no, this was, this was the one. Cause I couldn't, cause some people haven't put like worst and then like said it, they just kind of put like what it is. When someone told me to just keep going when a health issue pops up. I mean. Maybe. Don't get me started. Like what? I, I mean, when there's a health issue that pops up and they say, just keep going. Don't think about it. Like. I can think of like 
Wow. So many names right now. So many names. <laughs> but fucked up. It's it's sad because I I understand not understand. I don't understand that, but I know where it's kind of come from. People kind of feel like, "Oh, I can I I just need to keep going. We're in prep. We'll figure it out at the end." But <laughs> there comes a line and I know everyone's very different. So when she says health issues, it could be something very, very, very fast or very, very small. It could differ, but that just don't think about it. Like, no, that's all I think about. Like constantly, I, like I told you today, I, think... I had obviously a call with um, someone to look over my bloods because I was like, I want to know more about my body. I want to know more about what's going on inside my body because, you know, I'm getting on now. Like. We're getting older and I'm doing less and less shows. I want to improve my preps each time. So I'm, you know, I want to know what's going on. It's so important to know what's going on with your health when it comes to bodybuilding. It's so important. Your body is going to be in a constant, it's already going to be in a fight, constant fight of like mm. leaning out, being shredded. Like your body doesn't like to be in that no. place. And you're going to try to do that with battling a health issue. Like in it makes zero sense. And I think that the girl, or especially women, and I say that very yeah. quickly, to bring a health issue to your coach, it has to be serious enough because we're so used to suck it up. You know, this, you're, you're, you're strong women, like you can do anything. And like most of the girls that I know from like beginning, like beginning amateur level all the way to pros, like if a coach tells you to, suck on a piece of ice seven times a day to look the best that you've ever looked, we would suck it up yeah. and do it. Like, no question asked. I can speak for myself and, like, honestly, I think the, the girl that wants to compete right now and just look at the best because that's what, like, that's how much dedication we have. But I think if you're serious and you're bringing, like, concern to your coach and the responses keep on going, is just so irresponsible. It's not, it's not even the keep going. It's don't think about it. What? <laughs> Excuse like, me? Like, like I, how? Yeah I, yeah. I mean, ladies yeah. definitely know. If there's a health concern that kind of pops up and, again, it's at your concern, you you 100% take action within that moment. And, yes, it may mean stopping prep. It may mean pushing things back. But your health is very important and it's something that needs to be taken on the front end of things versus it being an, an afterthought. 100%. 100%. Like a 1,000%. So, yeah. Um, another one is worse, don't eat carbs, lol, she says, which is, I mean, that's kind of like, I say, a common one. Like back in the day, how to lose weight, you cut carbs. Like that's, the, you take all the carbs out. Like, no, you don't have to take all carbs out. Like, no, no. That's... calories in, calories out, kind it, of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Calories, calories are like all created equal, but calories in, calories out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, another worst one was stepping on stage when you're not ready, which I don't know a coach that would. Ever that would say... probably be the best advice. Best advice. Best advice. What stepping on stage when you're not ready? Don't step on stage if you're not ready. I think that's what she means because she's put worst stepping on stage when you're not ready. So yeah, I think she means I think she means don't step on stage when you're ready. Yeah, 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 that makes yeah. sense. So she said, 
worst advice. I think someone's actually told her, that's why she said worst, is someone's told her to step on stage when she's not ready. That's what I yeah. think she's saying is the worst, which, yeah, makes sense. Like, if you if you aren't ready or you don't feel ready to step on stage or it's not your best, then don't go on stage. Or if you still want to go on stage, you've paid all that money, because I know sometimes where, you know, you've come to the time and you've, you've paid everything and you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, do I cancel everything? Go on stage, get the feedback. Get the feedback, unless you are completely out of out of your depth and you are not 100% ready at all, then no, you can always pick another show. You can always do a different show. You can always change things and do things differently. But I think going on stage when you're not ready, you have to be very strong to do that. Because um, I know people that have, I think Amy's one of them. She went on stage, I remember, was it last year? Yeah, last year or this year? Last, no, 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 last year before the Olympia, she went on stage obviously in the middle, I think it was like in the middle of her off season or so, to get feedback to see if she's built enough muscle. Okay. I think she did, I think I want to say she did that. And she got last call outs, but she was like, I know that was going to be the case. And I wanted to know if I had enough muscle or not. And I was like, that's very, like, I don't think I would be personally be able to do that, but I think that's Damn. very strong for, yeah, I know. I think it's very strong for someone to be able to do that and be like, right, I am, you know, not in the place, I'm prepping to get into a show, but I want to know if I'm, you know, if I've built enough muscle. So I've started prep. I'm not like in condition, I'm conditioned, but not in condition. And I'm gonna see kind of if I need to build or if I need to carry on prepping or I need to build. I'm That's something that's very advanced. Like she's obviously pro and she, you know, she you know won a lot of shows and stuff this year and stuff as well. But I think it's a very advanced mindset. So you have to be ready to take on that kind of commitment or do that type of thing. So, yeah. Okay, for That's, anyone who's yeah. listening here, you can also take a picture and send it to the judges, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. That's you don't have to do the whole yeah. traveling. Like, I'm just thinking, I mean, yeah. it takes balls. Or trust like, your coach and just trust your coach. You'll get a good enough coach to trust your uh, their opinion, you know? Yeah. I feel like that that's also... Yeah, it for takes sure. a lot of balls. Um, okay, so, and then was it, what else was the worst? All you have to do is have high cardio and eat a thousand calories to get stage lean is the worst advice that she's been ever given. <laughs> oh, oh God, that's no not comment. a good one. No, no comment. comment, fuck. Um, the best way to get rid of your soreness is to work out more. That's the worst advice she's been, ever been given. That is, yeah, that's pretty shit advice. I mean, it, that's kind of like <laughs> what we were saying before where it's like, just keep going, just keep pushing. Like you'll get over it type thing. It's like, if you're really fatigued and you like, you just you need to rest like i think nowadays we used to be like hard people where we're like no no rest for the wicked no rests i'll sleep when i'm dead and this all that all that crap now it's like no we need to rest and recover to make sure that we are rested well, and you're moving forward good. you can yeah don't get me wrong you want it you want to never stop okay then 99 percent chance half of your workouts are absolutely shit because yeah. You cannot tell me that when you're rested and fed or you just have a rest day and you have the same amount of food, whatever, the rest alone, mm. what happens? What happens the day after, like a couple of days after the show and you're fed and hydrated and you, you look come to life. jacked and you're strong and you're, so yeah, if you want to keep going and not feel sore because you're always in pain so you can differentiate the fact that you're yeah. actually sore but at this point you won't even able to get sore you won't even able to sweat like your metabolism 
probably doesn't work. Like, there's a, a thing that Kim and I were doing a lot the past season because I've been going on and on for like two years nonstop with shows. I would train and he was like, touch, touch your muscle that you're training. Is I would train shoulders, like touch your muscle and see if they're warm or not. Because if you stay cold during your workout, is that just your metabolism doesn't work. Yeah. Or you're tired to have like issues and stuff. So little cues like that. Um, be mindful. That's cool. It's it's a it's a it's really tricky because again, like we said in our last episode, you do I feel need to when you're in your twenties, just balls to the walls. Like you yeah. have the energy for it. You're a youngster, your joints are fine, but now girl, we're old. Like we're <laughs> old. We've been We're getting old like my hips are tight. My lower back is always. Oh in my pain. god! My I stretched my hips today. Up. Like I was hit, trying to stretch my hips today, and it was so sore. And I was like, "This is so embarrassing. Like, how am I this tight? I'm getting a massage tomorrow. Thank God." But it literally everything cracks now. Everything's sore. I'm like, "Oh my god, this sucks." But but you know we who move knows? Forward. Like if we would have done anything different that we've done, like would we be where we're at right now? You never know. No. So. So I, I don't know, just do, do what feels right for you. Try to get in tune with your body. Like try to really work like, okay, how it feels to feel like, what does flat feel feels? What does full mean? Like, don't always try to seek that from someone else telling you it, but like, wow, I feel flat right now. Or wow, yeah. I feel hungry right now. And just stay in it. Like try to figure out your cravings, like journal is, it's great during your, your prep as well. And just be like, wow, I'm craving like fats. Like I just want just fats. It could be avocado or just oil and just craving oil and be like telling that to your coach and your coach should be like, okay, um, this is what's happening, blah, blah, blah. And like figure this out, you know, yeah. don't go and eat fats because you feel like you want to eat fat. Yeah, but... I feel like eating fat, so I'm going to eat them. <laughs> yeah, no, not like that, but just, you know, like get in tune with your body. It, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I remember I told that story before, but I can't remember if it's on the podcast, but I was, you know, deep in prep and I got kind of like sick and I was like, Kim, I just need an orange. He's like, yeah, you have. Yeah. And that makes, that makes sense. He was freaking out. He was <laughs> just think vitamin C. I'm like, I will, but Kim, I don't want the fucking orange. I'm swear <laughs> to God, but my body fucking wants it. And he was like, okay, do half. I did not even a quarter. I was like, I'm good. That's all I needed. And I, you know, I give the, the rest of my mom, like whatever. And, um, I had an amazing workout that day. It just like kept me going, but that mm -hmm. happens like once in 10 years, you know, <laughs> it's just one of those. I like, I really want to try to just listen to my body right now. Mm -hmm. I think it's worth it where we were like, you know, seven, 10 weeks out, like it was, it was far, but you know how, you know how we get. So it's four ounces. It's not 4.1. No, you know, it's, it, it's yeah. nothing. But you, I think you get... your body, your body is the best tool to listen to sometimes. Cause it's the same, like with refeeds, for example, like your body's telling you, you need a refeed or like at some point, like at some point it will say potentially again, not for everyone, but for me, last year experiences, my body was telling me a lot of the times like refeed. Okay. This is, and you feel it as well. You feel that drain, yeah. you feel that kind of rush and you're like, okay, I need to be refueled right now. And we're either going to listen to it or keep pushing just for a little bit and you'd make that decision. Where sometimes when you take the decision and have, okay, 
I'm gonna have that refuel that I need. Your body thanks you for it because you're like, okay, that's what I needed. Cool, let's carry on. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. No, right yeah. now, right now, I want to say it's always the hardest. I mean, it's not yet the hardest part, but I know when my 15 weeks out is gonna hit, I'm gonna be like, dude, I'm so flat. You feel you're in no man's land. Yeah. Like your my workouts, it's like if I don't take my pump like thing i don't pump at the gym my mind muscle connection is really hard right now really mm. hard to dig and just get that my muscle connection like i need like 40 reps of side laterals before feeling like okay yeah. and yeah i'm like is it my joint or is my muscle yeah. like it's, it's i'm having a really hard time right now just because i don't eat as much of like carbs than in mm. off season like of course i'm pumped and like i feel my muscle when i eat fucking cookies like there's so yeah. much blood going <laughs> in my muscle but now I'm in like no man's land. Like it's like okay, seventy five of seventy five grams of rice. Like it it pumps you, but it pumps me like all the way to the gym. I can feel my shoulder, and then I get to the gym and I'm like, shoot, it's gone. And I and now you just you need to suck it up, go through it, and you know you yeah. slowly chip away and you chip chip chip. And you know I think you you get the refeed. Obviously, I could get a refeed right now. I think it would do me amazing if I was mm -hmm. not prepping for a show. Yeah. If I was intuitive right now, I would have had a burger yesterday, even though I had a steak on Sunday, yeah. just because I felt like I needed, you know, there's a lot of coach that does back-to-back -back refeeds because the body is just like, you know, working itself out. And, but I was like, no, this is not the time of refeeding and keep myself full right no. now. It's just about chipping away and exactly. it just, it just takes a lot of work, a lot of trial and error, a lot of embracing the journey, but if you allow yourself a lot of time and not necessarily like jumping into a show to be like your first thing, but more, okay, I'm going to understand my body, how it works, how to be intuitive, how to kind of follow a plan, pushing through blah, 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 and have the open communication with your coach. I think that's going to be really helpful for you. hundred mm, percent. Um, and then a few more, the one was obviously cutting out salts, which a, a few people have actually said, like the worst advice they've heard is obviously to cut out salt in a prep, which is no, just no. It's, it's, um, it's a very OG thing. And yeah. And I spoke parents, about that before as well. My parents are anti, anti salt. And as much so as I can. My dad, my dad does as, as well. As much as I explain to them, you know, there's nothing that goes through. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then another one was obviously bulk. Someone just said bulk. And I've said, and then. Oh, yeah, that was it. Enough said. <laughs> um, and then the best ones that people have said, let me go to the bottom. Um, the best one is to take each day, day by day, train and train with intention. Don't rush things is the best advice they've heard, which I think yes. is a good, that's, a, that's very good. Like obviously you pretty much said that as well. Train with intention and take every day, day by day when it's in prep, when it comes to prep. And that's just in life in general, taking day by day, like you don't have to rush the day. You don't have to be like, oh my God, I've got to do, 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 do. Like, take a step back. Think about what you need to do and then go from there. Take it by that. So I think that's yeah, good. You need, you need to enjoy the journey more than the idea of, of becoming a champion. That's like the quote that I always yes. run by. Yeah. You need, oh you, need God, to embrace, you need to embrace the work more than the idea of becoming a champion. Like every day. Mm. The process. Yeah. The process, 100%. Um, and then, where is another one? Another one is, there will always be more shows. Take care of yourself, which actually goes very much hand in hand with what we were kind of saying earlier. 
um there will the best like that's the best advice she's heard is the the there will always be more shows make sure you take care of yourself and which is very good. all the judges for the last three years you will hear that for them too so now if you're not following that advice you're don't you're not listening to the judges but Gary Udit is going to tell you that. Cindy Williamson is going to tell you that. And they're top judges. Yeah. Well, top, I had top, top judges. Becky. I had Becky. Fit, fit Becky. I can't. I don't know what her second What's her Vicky second Clarkson, name? Vicky Clarkson. Vicky Clarkson. Yeah. Becky Clarkson. She, um, when I obviously, you know, did the post about the not doing the Arnold's and that thing, obviously the beginning of this year, she was one of them that commented underneath saying there was all, that she literally said there will always be shows. You will come back your best. Like, don't worry. Like, and for a judge, obviously, to comment that for me was very obviously warming, but obviously it shows that judges don't want you to be grinding into the ground and doing the absolute worst things possible to get on stage and doing die hard things because that's not what they want bodybuilding to be. They want bodybuilding to be longevity and, you know, for you to be able to sustain a good relationship with yourself when you're up there as well. Yes. Um, a happy and beaver. I remember Gary saying it should be a happy endeavor. And again, it goes back to you saying about you're not going to earn anything because you're miserable. Like mm. it's not because you're, I'm so miserable. It won't come to you. Yeah. Better be. Ha and I always told myself as, as soon as I am not happy doing the sport, I'm, I'm quit. I quit for sure. Yeah. I think that's very, that's good because again, like I can't do something that I don't enjoy. I can't do something that I don't have passion for. Do you know what I mean? Like I need no. to feel the enjoyment from what I'm doing. Obviously there'll be times where I don't want to do my cardio. So that's not enjoyment. So I'm not going to do it. No, I'm not going to have that mindset because I've got to do things that are hard sometimes, but, and that I don't want to do. But if it's, I don't like this sport anymore, but I'm going to carry on doing it anyway. That's. No, I can't do that. I can't fake passion and wanting to do something like this that is very like strenuous on your body um, and not enjoy it, like, and not enjoy the process and not feel like excited about stepping on stage or, you know, getting the, the rewards from it, like going out, making friends, going to seminars and like experiencing what bodybuilding has to offer, not just about you getting on stage. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's, that's very good advice. Another one was prior best advice was prioritize your sleep was a massive game changer. Very, very true. Cause I feel like we're always very, very go, go, go. And then obviously we'll sleep. Like I, my sleep is okay. I don't know what it's like. I sleep ish. Okay. Ish in prep, not great. Great. Depends obviously if I take any supplements to like get to sleep or anything, but I don't always get greater sleep. And I feel like I don't as last like, last year i think i prioritized it a lot more and i made a huge difference such a big difference in my body uh, honestly the only peds that anyone should take is sleep just yeah. like treat it as <laughs> we like, need that on a t-shirt <laughs> you honestly feel like a fucking superhero if you get your yeah. sleep if you if i get my sleep i feel hydrated in the morning my cravings are mm. gone my emotions are way much well regulated, obviously. My energy at the gym is skyrocketing. And like I normally don't sometimes I don't even take caffeine at all. Yeah. All day to keep me up. Um sleeping is my God, it's your skin is different. Your 
it's the most underrated things like 1000 percent. just 100 <sighs> percent. yeah i mean i know we got so much comment of like obviously that side of the sport but guys and gals do your training mm-hmm. do your nutrition and sleep the fuck <laughs> out of yourself and you will achieve amazing things amazing yeah. things you like, see very very big changes in the physique for 100 percent. i think 100 percent. okay last one for the best advice was don't look up to the girls you'll be competing against on social media that's the best advice she's heard so and I think I, that's kind of what we were kind of talking. The reason I said that as the last one, because I feel like that was kind of what we were talking about earlier in terms of yeah. don't look up to the girls that we were, you know, that you are competing against. So don't, I think it's like, yeah, it's exactly what we kind of said earlier. So I feel like that's a that's a good piece of advice in terms of not like looking at your competition and stuff. Is that, that's exactly what you said earlier. So um, yeah, I feel those were really good ones. I feel like they're still coming in. There's still a few coming in. Oh, no, one more was, it's called bodybuilding. You won't improve season over season if you are scared to grow. That's the best advice she's had. Why would someone be scared to grow, though? I'm so confused. People are scared to, like, to put on weight. To put on weight, they're scared to grow, they're scared to get bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. As in, like, you're not going to... It's called bodybuilding. You won't improve season over season if you are scared to grow in terms of, like, get bigger and stuff like that. Sometimes. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. It does make sense. I just... Oh, well, you're kind of like, I can't believe people are scared to grow? I mean... No, I get people are scared to... Body dysmorphia is fucking real. Like, yeah, I, I get that. Um, and I think eating disorders have different levels and I'm not an expert at it. Don't get me wrong, but if you stick to a plan that makes you petite and the goal is to get you show ready, but you treat that as your life plan, Mm -hmm. I think that's an issue. Yeah. I think yeah. the goal of the plans that you're on or the way that you treat your body and your mind should not always be, I'm two weeks out from a show. Yeah. I'm two weeks out from a show. When in, in reality, you're not. And you, depending on your feedback, you probably need to stop treating your life like you're two weeks out from a show all the time if you're expecting to make a difference. Yeah. And look different on stage yeah. because you do need to get your hormones regulated. And there's a lot of things that are not functioning in their best optimal ways mm-hmm. during contest prep. And we understand that for the time being. But if you think that not having your period is YOLO and it's a way of living, mm-hmm. I don't think... I don't think you're putting yourself in the most optimal way of growing and reaching the potential that you're, you're just holding yourself back to tap in the potential that you never know you have. If you don't allow yourself to just be like, (sighs) yeah, 
for open that. to change yeah for it's that. open it's open to change it's open to like if a judge is opening telling you to you need to grow you need to get bigger within the sport or whatever and you're not doing that because you don't want to or you don't think that's right or i don't know i think that yeah i i do agree with that i think it's 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 needed it's needed in bodybuilding it's needed to make sure that we take rest recovery and all that type of thing as as well like taking care of ourselves. Our improvement seasons, our off seasons are to recover and improve. That's what they're there for. Yeah. And growth. I understand that growth can be un very uncomfortable for a lot of yeah. people. But damn, you're like, you're really, I just think wasting a lot of your potential if you're mm. not able to tap into, into that and just do the uncomfortable for, for a while. Yeah. I don't know what's more uncomfortable. Not not doing and not risking anything and just know that you're remaining the same or what's more uncomfortable to just, you know, be not at the, at your idea of an ideal weight yeah. for whatever reason that you're putting your worth into your body image for whatever reason. Yeah. And you're, or scale weight or scale weight. That's yeah. That's yeah. That's, but, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why people are scared. It's intimidating to grow. Maybe I understand it. I understand it. I think it takes time to understand. Like for us, anyway. Like I think we kind of have. I've def. I've never kind of had that. We've said this obviously many times before. I've never had that kind of issue with the with the scale. Obviously, I've looked at it and been heavy, and I'm like, oh, we're a bit heavy, you know? Like, oh, okay, yeah. Um, but it's never stopped me from still having something I wanted if I wanted it or like, you know, it's not stopped my relationship with food or the relationship with myself or the relationship with my body. Um, but I understand why it would for people. I understand, I understand it. I think obviously people, people's length in, lengths in their journey obviously are different in terms of like where they are in terms of like how they think and all that sort of thing. So I understand that, but I, I do was about think, to say, yeah. I was about to say growth looks very different on each and every one. Yes. Because if you if you said to someone that was like four foot nothing, you're going to put on 25 pounds post-show, what I put on 25 pounds post-show, and I'm five foot nine, or well, five foot eight and a half, it's going to look so different on you. So obviously it's, it's very different for each person, you know? And I feel like when it comes to numbers, it's a very hard game to play at post-show and, and, you know, how much you need to lose to get on, on stage and stuff like that as well, because you don't know if you're new into the sport or anything like that, and you don't have a stage weight, you, it's hard to aim for a number. It's hard to aim for something, you know what I mean? You don't need to aim for a number. You need to aim for your shape being the best it is. And that's just for anyone, really. Um, we could go into that a lot, but we've already spoken an hour and 15, but, um, yeah, I liked that episode a lot, actually, to be fair, there was loads of other kind of, you know, bests and worst or bad and bad and best advice that people have given over. But I think that was kind of good. And I hope you guys mm -hmm. liked our best and our, and our worst advices that we've, that we've ever received and all that type of thing and kind of hopefully learned and taken away from, what other people have said as well because i think that's why we this is that's why i kind of always ask instagram as well because i think it's good to see or hear other people's experiences like this is this is all about experience our experiences 
other people's experiences and kind of sharing that on to other people and hopefully other people can kind of see things from different different viewpoints and stuff perspective is a really real thing so hundred mm, percent we appreciate you guys for sharing that with us um it's very precious you know that yeah. we have the ability to like tap in into some of like the most vulnerable moments for a lot of people you know when you get advice in your life and the reason why it's the worst advice it's most of the time because you follow that advice and it became mm. the worst advice unfortunately yeah. um it's part of life it's part of the journey so wish you guys all the growth i think this yes. year um it's about it's about growing but also growing through like within so mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that episode, my little Phoebes. I'm wishing yeah, you a beautiful day. I'm wishing everyone so a beautiful day. And yes, of course. we're tapping into 16 and a half weeks out from the Olympia very soon. <gasps> oh my God, that comes, that's, it's come, when you say, I feel like 16, 15 weeks out, you're like, okay, shit's getting real now. Like shit is. Girl, 15 weeks out is going to be my first check-in and I'm like, wow. How are you feeling for it? Are you excited for it? Nervous, nervous for it? I'm, I'm freaking out. Don't yeah. freak out. I'm freaking Don't out. Don't freak out. Why? I'm freaking out. Just that's the that's the mood today. I'm freaking out. But okay. it, it'd be fine. It's okay. It'd be fine in two weeks. I'm gonna see Kim. Kim most likely won't freak out. Like ninety nine point nine 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 percent. I get Nothing that. I understand that. that Nothing yeah. can shake it because he's just like you have a a healthy body that we're able to like achieve something. Period. Yeah. Like there's there's nothing else. Honestly, there's nothing else to say. Like, why worry? Why freak out? Like, you have your body. Is it healthy? God bless. That's all I need. Yeah. And that's all my coach need. And then we just, we just do. Go from you know? there. Just don't think, just do. It's going to be yes. fine. Yes. I love that. Well, <laughs> thank you guys for listening, watching, wherever you watched on. Please make sure you like, subscribe, rate, all those fun things, comment, all that fun stuff, because we love to hear from you. And do you know what someone actually said to me uh, or said to on the Instagram? We should get merch for the Olympia or something like that. So if there are any, <laughs> if there are any quotes that you guys have heard us say that you like, please comment down below because we'd love to hear it. And love you guys as always. I love you, my love. And I love hope you you're so doing much. well. And uh, we will see you guys in the next episode.